Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Manners Optional Podcast. I'm Mark Opdahl, joined by Matt from Eden Prairie, and this week we are doing episode three of this three-week Vegas vacation series. We gave you the preview, we gave you the plane ride, and now we're going to recap the trip. We had a blast, as we always do. Uh, a couple couple hiccups in the trip, a couple things we do a little out of ordinary. Normally don't golf, normally don't nap, but we'll get into that. Uh, a lot of fun, as always. Great to get out of town. Great to get back on a plane. It's been a long time. Um, COVID, yeah, 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 blah, blah, blah. Don't want to hear about it, but I do want to hear about what you think of this episode. Hit me up on social media. Instagram is at Manners Optional Podcast. Email us at Manners Optional Podcast at gmail.com. Or you can call us on the answer machine at 877-312-0969. Hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, we're going to get some good guests coming up here quick. It's starting to warm up. Schedule's opening up a little bit. Who knows? We might even get to do a beer fest at some point this year. That's all I got for this week. Without further ado, here's another episode of the Manners Optional Podcast. Maddie and I talking about our Vegas trip. Manners Optional Podcast. Matter back in always something crap, of course. Hockey and golf, music, movies, and sports. Listen to call ins and stories from the past. When they were drinking beer, well, they made their own podcast. From the chosen city they come, it's debatable if they're dumb. So sit back and turn your speakers up loud. Manners Optional Podcast starts now. All right, Maddie, we're back. Uh, another successful-ish trip to Vegas. How are you feeling after that uh, little bender we went on? Uh, three days later, great. I'm great. Uh, the day we, yeah, it took me a f- solid 36 hours though. I was dry yeah. for two full days. Yeah, I was kind of the same. <laughs> it took me, <laughs> it took me a long time to bounce back from that one, boys. I, you know, I was just telling somebody this yesterday. I, I think I finally hit the age where three days in Vegas might be too much. And yeah, I think we start going Friday morning. Yeah, we we might have to seriously consider these things. Uh, I, I just don't know or, if we, or, go th- or go Thursday night, I guess. Yeah, if we see, that's where we kind of probably messed up. Is is we typically yep. would go on a Thursday afternoon. That way, we get just kind of a taste of it Thursday night because we've been boozing on the plane. Basically, you just get there, a little boozed up, walk the strip, check everything out, kind of get ready for the week, right, or the weekend. And then you got Friday, Saturday that you just hit it hard. And instead, I mean, we left at 7 in the morning. Obviously, last week's episode was uh, us on the plane, which let's go right to there. Clutch move of the entire trip. Like, you should maybe quit your job and become a travel agent because travel accommodations were – an all-time high other than when we sat first class and some of that kind of stuff best coach setting ever exit row seats nobody in the middle seat which pretty much every other row it seemed like on the plane had a middle seat taken but both ways maddie exit row all that leg room we had nobody next to us Uh, seriously that was the best no kids no dogs it was wonderful perfect for a pod session and that's what we did. Thank God, and I since we and didn't, I didn't do know, anything. I didn't know how you know if we'd actually get 
be able to get a pot in the plane. But man, once we just started doing the pot, then the drinks really started flowing. Mm-hmm. I'm shocked how if people need to go listen to that episode. I'm shocked how good we if you can actually hear us. I was worried because how loud shit is on the plane. Oh, I didn't but even listen not, to it. It's, yeah, it's not it's not bad at all. Really good. Yeah, that makes me happy. Um, yeah, because yeah, there's I mean, and also being in the exit row, we're right by the engines. Yep. So yeah, no, it was. Uh, Traveling was great. I mean, the ride home, we'll get to that after we explain the trip. It'll make a little more sense. Flight home was the mo- one of the most miserable things I've ever done in my life. <laughs> I mean, if I would have, if we would have had regular row seating or like leg room and somebody in our middle seat, I, I'm, flipped. I might be in jail right now. I'm not going to lie. I yeah. felt so crappy on Sunday. But yeah, you were legit. Yeah, we, we, don't even, we don't even go there yet. Yeah, yeah. We'll just. We'll get to that at the end. I mean, what the? F- I guess no. I'm starting there actually. What the fuck is going on with Vegas not having bars open? I can't fly. With, what's that? What do you mean bars open? We couldn't get a drink before we flew home. Oh yeah. yeah in the yeah, airport. Yeah, yeah, that was weird. I, flying is like golf for me. I need two drinks in me before I do it. You gotta calm the nerves or what? I calm the nerves for one, but also in Sunday's case, I was HTTT. Yes, you were hanging low. Yeah, it was brutal. But so let's just explain why. Starting it off, obviously we hit it hard. People could probably hear that in the Westbound Flight to Vegas episode last week. Uh, We got there and we were definitely just, we hit the ground running and off we went. Uh, We checked in early, which was nice. We checked in at 9 a.m. Mezzi. I I came I came in a little hot. I uh, <laughs> they, took my, they, they took my temp and said I was a hundred, so they were gonna let me check in. So that is true. Op said I was a diamond member. They gave me a rescan and we cleared it and got a early check in. I think you get Surpri- nervous when they do the temperature check. Yep, surprised the boys. Got upgraded our room for us, so we have two queens and a nice little bar area with a couch and what have you for Mezzi to sleep. And, I would say uh, that's like a suite, right? Yeah, something like that. Well, and it then, was uh, sweet, that's for sure. We let everybody know Mezzi came in the night before, so he was at Ellis Island, so he uh, he Ubered over. But uh, so we checked in. Me and you dropped our bags, got a tall drink, and headed to the uh, to the roulette table for something you had been talking about now for weeks. And uh, walk us through what that happened there, that first bet in Vegas. Well, I said, told the boys, "Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a thousand down on red. First bet we play." If I hit, we're eating steak. If we don't, well, okay, I guess I'm down a thou. And uh, let, 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 let's also clarify: steak to you means group. We're buying Groupons. Well, sure, there was a really good deal at <laughs> Homestead and Caesars. Why wouldn't we do yeah. that? Yeah, seventy buck Groupon. Well, <laughs> anyway. And here's uh, also the kicker: we're eating steak. Hey, I bought the Groupon. Now you guys got to go buy yours. So really, well, no, because it's paying. one per person. I was gonna You're, pay you. You hung us out to dry. Okay. But, uh, anyway. <laughs> so we get up there, and Mez- Maddie, it's like, no, no, no. Don't bet 1,000. Only bet 500. So yep. fine. I listened to the voice of reason, threw 500 down, and it hit. And I basically spent the rest of the trip bitching at Matt that he owed me $500. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But. Truly, it was a good start. Obviously, up five hunch just to start the trip like that was kind of fun. Uh, didn't come home up five hunch, that's for sure. No, <laughs> um, neither did I. Ugh, that one of the, I mean, arguably, I don't know. 
didn't actually gamble that much with golf and yeah. all the naps we took, but we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, so me- so Uber's over. We're just walking away from the roulette table. I lost a Honda. You lost five or one five hundred. So mm-hmm. we can drop Mezzi's shit off, do our normal early morning walk over to the Cromwell, a spot we like. T- small smells really good in there. Yeah, uh, smells really good. Usually great staff. So we play some roulette there. Yep. Have a couple 13, 14 more drinks. We're on about <laughs> twenty now. Yep. And then we decide we got to. We waited too long. We got to go check out Circa. Had to. So, so we get the Uber, head downtown. Start at the D, right? Yeah, no, have to. Have out to of respect. Start at the D. When checked out Bar Canada, which oh. we spent a lot of time at. Yeah, my gal Ange. <laughs> great little spot up there. Great, great little butt up there. They make great Caesars. Oh, um, wonderful. Re- really good. Really good on the free drinks up there too. They they kept them coming, even though we faked like we were playing most. Of the yeah, time. she did kind of call us out a few times on our fake plane. But hey, we're did having you- combo. We're we're on vacation. We're having fun. Like she taught, she taught us how to play Keno. She, it's really hard. Pick some numbers. <laughs> Pick six numbers. <laughs> she gave us some strategy. Yep. But that was so, sad. Uh, no, yeah, yeah. But so uh, Thursday morning, we're at the Bar Canada. Just had a couple. So we're like, we got to go check it out. Walk down to Circa. Walk in. Um, op goes to the roulette table. I go to the craps table, and the lights pretty much went off from there. <laughs> <laughs> I remember uh, something about it. A... Was what, it was what, noon? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. We, uh, I remember something about we went to the food court, and there is not a food court there. No. <laughs> but... Yeah, Mezzi was taking conference calls, so we lost him a couple times. I could always see Oppie. He was about 20 feet from me playing he was the only person at a double roulette table. Well, I think and you I were was, the only person at a craps and, table. Exactly, and I was the only person playing craps, so that was well, real smart for us to be playing by ourselves. It was 11 in the morning. <laughs> yeah. So me and you, I, at one point, I went upstairs and I had to get some lunch. <laughs> so I'm sitting at some burger place, thought it was the food court. <laughs> Tell you, hey, I'm at the food court. Funny part is you figured out where it was. Mezzi loses us both. He goes, where are you boys at? And we said, we're at the fucking food court. <laughs> And he goes, there isn't a food court here. <laughs> and we're like, well, I'm like, well, Abby found it. You, you can find it. So, so anyways, we do the food court. I don't know. Did we gamble more or what happened from there? Well, as you mentioned, we blacked out from there. <laughs> um, uh, no, we went back to the hotel. So this is the craziest part. We did get to see the rest of Circa, and that we'll, we'll explain all of Circa's majesty here as soon as we uh, – Majesticness. I don't know how you say that word. But anyway, uh, we were back on Saturday, so we'll explain it when we went and checked out the whole place. Yeah. Because we really didn't check out the whole place on Thursday no, we when got, we went there. We got, we got 15 feet in, and we literally stopped. Well, right, because we were buzzing, literally. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yep. We just stopped right at those tables. We played. We ate. We got the hell out of there, and we took a three-hour nap. So day one, already wasting time. Just yeah. giving away hours, which – can be a good or bad thing. Anyway, we wake up, and honestly, I don't even remember what we did after we woke up. Is that the night yes. we went to Cosmo and stuff? No, nope. so that night we went down. <laughs> we were going we to go onto the strip, and again, me and you got distracted. So we uh, <laughs> hit the first craps table we found, and that was the night we hung out with Sweets and Kevin. And you had to ask every single bet whether you needed another dollar because you were trying to play the odds on craps. <laughs> It was a $15 table, and you're, like, trying to figure out if you need an extra dollar on five or nine. Yep, now it's coming back to me now. So we were going to go on to the strip four hours later, and you were still playing craps. Mezzi is behind us playing Baccarat. 
on the, the digi tables, <laughs> yeah. and then uh, Mezzi goes up to bed early. Yeah. Me and you keep playing. I go get us in and out, and we called it a night. It was good in and out. I remember that. Yep. So day two, we woke up, and, well, <laughs> because we took those naps, it made it very easy for us to get up at 6 in the morning. No, we were up at 5. Well, okay, fine. It was really 6 by the time we cracked one, though, I think. Okay. We were up at 5. We were getting ready for the day. Went right downstairs, cracked drinks. Now, we have a tea time in three hours, but we yep. start cracking drinks at 6 a.m., which we should have known better on that one. Um, things very quickly went down hall, uh, we went, uh, downhill. We walked, we first, we started wandering, so we got a big guy, and then we went uh, north up the strip, so we hit... Uh, Harrah's, and then uh, walked into your spot, uh, Casino Royale. <laughs> and by my spot, you mean the place that I regularly get kicked out of. <laughs> yes, I do. Okay. But luckily for you, unlucky for us, there's no more table games at Casino Royale. Correct. That is correct. So not much going on there. We each had one drink. Casino Royale Yeah, wandered back, uh, back to, uh, back to uh, Cromwell. And yeah. played, uh, cr- played craps, or not craps, played roulette for another, what, two hours and had about 15, 15 not 15. We no, had probably, we so probably had two drink, five or two six drinks, drinks in us before the yeah, close. Yeah, we're two drinks and after Royale, and then we had probably another, what, yeah, three or four. Yep, so then 8 a.m., we take our Uber, we go to the golf course, Las Vegas National. Um, I had a blast, first off, but, so we get there early, we went in for breakfast because we didn't know if there was going to be... Those little scooter golf carts, right? And if there was, yeah. us having 12 drinks in us was going to end poorly. We weren't going to finish that round. Funny story, somebody didn't. Um, but we just wanted to be take precaution that in case we got kicked off the course, let's go early, have breakfast, enjoy the clubhouse. Got to meet Barb, your gal. She was an absolute beauty. Such an awesome gal. I bet she, she sat has... with us for half our meal. I know. Hey, but how about those McJudy's? Great breakfast, Sando. <laughs> yep. Barb. She's been there. So, so give a little history about the course, Hoppy, and what uh, okay. tournaments and well, also the movie and all that. So in 1996, somebody who I guess we should have probably led with this story because it's pretty kind of sad but more just scary than anything. Uh, with everything going on with Tiger Woods, we'll talk about it at the end. Um, anyway, 1996, Tiger Woods won his first PGA golf tournament there. However, once we got there and got the whole backstory, we found out that he actually, that, that year, they only played one round at that course. They actually played at, like, three different courses that weekend. So, he sort of won it there, but he sort of didn't. So, every hole had his score, because I think the final round was there. Mm-hmm. So, every every score, they had his hole, or had his, uh, every hole, they had his score on the hole, which is kind of cool. And then they had a little history plaque on every course, because talk about history, man. It's kind of in a sketchy neighborhood, but those houses look straight out of, like, a, a gangster movie, which I guess plays in the next part. So the yeah, movie funny casino, story. <laughs> the movie Casino was actually filmed on that golf course. The first hole, the first hole on the left, they legitly landed an airplane. The FBI landed an airplane on hole one and raided that house, because it was the uh, the mobster guy that uh, – on the Stardust yep. live there, so exactly cool history. But back to the back to the what was her name? Barb Beth. Barb. Barb Barbara. She said uh, she said she was working a little stand. And <laughs> why why Tiger didn't get free drinks is beyond me. But she said Tiger stiffed him. She bought he got bought a got a coke from her for a buck fifty and gave her fifty cents. She was best. Yep. Well, you know from what I 
heard that's actually par for the course, no pun intended. Uh, but I mean, truly, what do you expect on a soda? Like, yeah, I don't know why. She, I don't know why players weren't getting free beverages. Yeah, I, I don't even know if I believe her. But anyways. I don't either because we've went to countless PGA tournaments and every other hole there's like a cooler with all sorts of beverages in there for for the players. So I don't really believe her, but she was a beauty. I'm pretty sure in her cart girl days, she got wheeled on a regular basis. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So we so we head to the first team. Messi's got his radio going as loud as it can go. <laughs> We're getting a lot of looks. We go to the range. Um, nobody can really keep their stance because everyone's feeling pretty good at that point. <laughs> yeah, we're uh, loose. We check in. We're, we check we're in eight deep. We're eight deep we're, at this point. Yeah, we're che- we check in, and the guy goes, "There's another one with. There's somebody paired up with you guys." We're like, what? Right, I feel bad for this guy because it's going to be a miserable oh. day. Well, and more importantly, like, you're a one-some. Why are you trying to play with a threesome? Like, you pick a two-some to play with so that, yeah, you know, like, but in fairness, we ended up getting kind of lucky, I thought. Yeah, he was a beauty. Dom was his name. He's a civil engineer in the Well, Vegas. and funny story, there. him and I actually went to engineering school together. So we, we knew each other previously. Did you go to an engineering school? No, it was an engineering school. <laughs> no. Engine, engineering in mines. Yeah. Engineering my liver. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what we were doing on uh, Friday. So, yeah, we met up with Dom. <laughs> met up on the first tee. I'm glad he was exactly who he was, though. Because he was, like, we were drinking so hard that he decided later in the round that he'd have a seltzer. Oh, if, a second hole you ordered one. What's that? The second hole he ordered one, so I was pretty proud about that. Well, yeah, but I, I really, truly think he ordered one because we were getting so after it. A hundred percent. I mean, this guy was out. It was nine. It was nine thirty in the morning. This guy, the last There's thing no he was thinking, he was having. Yeah, exactly. This guy was playing a nice, quick round of golf before he went home and folded laundry and had a nice dinner with his wife. He's such <laughs> an. He's such a nice guy. Great dude. Just good enough golfer to hang in with us. Not too good where we were going to, like, completely ruin his day. Because it's not cheap to play there. I know he's got, like, the resident fee and everything. So, might have only cost him 60 bucks. But either way, you don't want to pay 60 bucks and have some complete asshats yeah. just trashed yeah. out of their mind trying to play golf. Yep. If I had a nickel for every cold top that Mez hit, I would be able to buy a candy bar. So, you and Mez were playing a money game. How did... Uh... Walk us through. We had four ah. tournaments within the tournament. Mez just kept oh, changing the tournament until he finally won the last three holes. <laughs> so we had four tournaments. I won the first three. Mez won the last one. Somehow, I owe him money. I like it. Yeah. But I think the biggest story of the day, well, two big stories. But the biggest one is as we made the turn, you decided not to play golf anymore. Let's be honest, Oppie. So we got to the golf course at eight. We got to the golf course at eight in the morning. Tell tell the audience what time you guys got back to the hotel. Three. I have That's no seven, idea. Seven hours of Vegas time that you guys spent on a goddamn golf course. <laughs> wow. That is that is unacceptable. <laughs> well, when you get back, you can have a beer for a buck. So we had to do that. So, so so I get to the clubhouse after I'm like I'm gonna go have a beer in the clubhouse. You guys keep going. So I walk into the clubhouse. Mezzi comes in because he's uh, wants a drink. There's a backup on hen- 10T. Yep. So are you there? Yeah. So I sit down. Mezzi sees you guys hitting, and then you take off. 
without Mezzi. I don't know what you were thinking. You were pissed at him. You wanted to go fix your lie. I don't know. But uh, Mezzi runs out after you guys. <laughs> And on the way, he sees Barb, and he goes, get this guy some chicken fingers and a beer. <laughs> so he points at me, and I can and hear him, did. like, what? So, like, five minutes later, she brings me silverware. And then five minutes later, sure as shit, chicken fingers and fries come out. So um, Mez ordered me lunch, which is very sweet of him. Except um, he didn't pay didn't for pay. it. Didn't pay, but I uh... – so so then after that, I'm like, fuck. I, I t- you guys call at one point, and you guys were just finished whole 13. Well, I'm like, fuck. And I was – I was like, I'm going to get out of here. I've had enough. I'm not going to wait another <laughs> two hours for you guys to get done. So I get to the hotel, take a shower, which I feel like I hadn't showered in two days. You hadn't. Lay, laying around. You call, and you say what? I have no idea. You say, hey, check as he's golf bag. Oh, gosh. Is there a six iron in there? Yeah. And sh- sure shit, there was. Now, why guess is where that important? Yeah, because it was in my it was supposed to be in my rental set, and when I returned them, <laughs> when I returned them, Mezzi and I are having our dollar beer afterwards, and uh, you know he goes, "Hey, Mark, uh, you're missing the club," and I go, "Excuse me." I'm like he told me there was only 13, which for somebody who doesn't golf, uh, you have 14 clubs is the max you can have in a bag. So when he said you're missing one, I'm going, "Yeah." He told me there's only 13 clubs in there. He's like, "Yeah, yeah, but you're still missing one. There's only 12." And I go, "What club's missing?" It was six iron. I go, well, that's impossible because I did not hit a six iron today. And then Mezzi kind of like tried to get involved. Mezzi was way sauced at this point. And we had to get him out of there because he was being a little aggressive. The guy was not taking it well. Thankfully, we got Mez outside. And I was able to sit there and just explain to the guy, hey, I didn't hear a six iron. I completely understand what's going on here. And like, there's a six iron missing. But I'm telling you, I didn't even hit it. So how would I have? lost it right i mean if it was a nine iron a wedge something like that like if it was a 56 degree wedge like sure i'm sure it's on the like on the green of of a hole right like 16 or 17 i missed the green i had to chip i probably put the club down right makes sense let's go get it but i didn't hit a six iron so how could it be missing so we call you we're like hey check your bag is there a six iron in there and there was oh great so we had to go back on sunday morning before we went to the airport <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you call me. You go, hey, you coming to me? Like, yeah, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna Uber back and bring your fucking six iron that I didn't hit either. So either you and Mezzi hit it, or I'm not sure what happened. Oh, you know, Mez got... hit it and put it in your bag. Yeah, it's an accident, not the end of the world, yeah. but we were pretty tossed up, so it's not the best time for that stuff to be happening. Not a big deal. So you... uh, highlight of the round would be, I think it was 13. You I haven't are... heard the story. Tell me about it. Oh, you haven't? <laughs> oh, okay. Well, first time then. So I think it was 13. Short little par four. Narrow, narrow up by the green, right? Narrow little strip. I landed right down this middle of the fairway. Beautiful drive. Need about uh, 45, 50 yards to the to the hole. And, you know, as Chuck, sa- Chuck, t- uh, Chuck from the Chosen City says, I am a master of the wedge. Uh, and I stuck one about six feet, made the putt. I birdied. And as you mentioned, they put Tiger score on every hole, and he parred that one. I birdied it, he parred it, so I'm obviously better than Tiger Woods. You are, and I think you let every single person in Vegas know that you were. And <laughs> hey, did you see my I heard, that, heard that story about a thousand times the rest of the uh, couple days we were there. Well, give me a couple cocktails. I'll tell anybody. So you guys come back after the round, and guess what happens? <laughs> Five-hour <laughs> nap. <laughs> Another nap. Seriously, five hours. That's not a nap. Yeah. That is a booze snooze. That is an yeah. absolute pass out. 
Yeah, that did not go good because basically me and you were ready to get back up at or so. So what happened? Did we get? Did we go out after that? Yes. Don't you remember what we had for dinner? Oh, Cantina. Cantina. Yes. However, I will say I was very disappointed with Cantina. Uh, the upstairs lounge was closed. Uh, it's the only place I eat when I'm there, so I had to eat on the streets where there's bums, and I didn't like so it. So we, uh, so we get going after a nap. Get a tall guy at CVS. <laughs> walk the strip. Walk towards Plant Hollywood. Walk to Cantina. Walk in with our jumbo beers. And they say, hey, "Boys, no outside beers in here." So I'm like, "All right." So we just kind of cracked them. So I'm like, "Let's yeah, go walk to Cosmo." It. Let's go walk to Cosmo. Met a couple of absolute beauties in the high roller room. Oh my God, um, those guys were awesome. Who were buying us drinks? I think they're from California. One of the guys' gals was winning jackpot big. after jackpot. Yeah, high granted limit she, slots. Granted, she was betting like fifty bucks a hand. Yeah, so guys, they have money. Those, they have not short of money. Yeah, so they buy us a vodka soda. So then we're we going take that down and, like water. <laughs> and then. Uh, so we're taking our vodka sodas over to Taco Bell. So we walk in again with drinks, and they go, guys, we just told you you could be in your drinks. <laughs> and we go, oh, I thought you were going to have beer. I thought you could have a mixed drink, though. <laughs> so we end up, uh, yeah, crushing Taco Bell. And then uh, what, what did we do from there? I couldn't even tell you. I'm sure we gambled our way back to the hotel, crashed out, and uh... – Oh, yeah. we went back to we went back to Cromwell. Well, but that's on the way around. to the hotel. Yeah. So, I'm yeah, of... we just we went we went back up the strip. We went Cromwell and Link, and then called in a night. I, I like I told Carrie, I'm like, God, you can tell we're getting old. Just can't handle these days anymore doing no. twenty hour sessions. So, crash again up early again Sunday morning yeah, or Saturday we up, morning. Yeah, I think we were up about six six thirty on on Saturday. Last day, last full day, we, we made a pact. We were not napping, and we didn't. No, nope, no, nope. we had a good day. We did. Uh, we went downtown, right, to start the day off. We needed to find some breakfast. We all agreed on that. So we started the, the El Cor- We started the El Cortez because, you know, famous Bugsy Siegel's place. Like, we, we always like to try to get there. We, you and I, what, dropped a bunch within like 30 seconds of being there. That was. Well, I bought a, I had a $200 Coors Light, and then I had a $100 Coors Light. So <laughs> yeah, I, had, I think uh, I had the same. It was 150, 150 beer day at uh, Cortez. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, From so there, then, oh. Okay, yeah, I want to get our, to this. The, maybe we, the scariest do, time I've, scariest I've ever no, felt in Vegas. No, before that, do you want to say where we stopped or not on the way to downtown? Uh, yeah, we, yeah, marijuana's legal in Vegas, and so I decided to stop off and get a pre-rolled joint for uh, later in the afternoon. And, and Mezzi mentioned, mentioned that we came via Uber, and they said, hey, here's we like me- Ubers, here's, here's the free gram. Yep, we did get a bonus gram, <laughs> and by we, I mean I. Yeah. So, yeah, so or Cortez and then take it from there. Yeah, so we leave Cortez, and, and for people that don't know downtown very well, Fremont Street is kind of like that main area with all the lights and and uh, it's it's pretty clean. There's security basically on every street crossing. It's 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 very safe. But Cortez El- is considered Fremont East. Yes, and it's it's about two blocks to from Fremont to El Cortez, and that two blocks was arguably the scariest I've ever felt in Vegas in my life. First off, there's all the garbage cans are overflowing with like pizza box and trash. There's trash everywhere in the streets, the sidewalks. There's broken beer bottles. Empty beer bottles, cans, just everywhere. It was 
It looked like a tornado had came through there, to be honest. And yeah, then on top of it, and then on top of it, there's bums everywhere. A couple of them are fighting. We had to cross the street, like in the middle of the street at one point, because there was yep. these two bums fighting on the corner. Like, one of the bums was out in the middle of the street. I don't know if he was trying to Good get circles. ran over, if he was on drugs. Yeah. I mean, probably both. Yep. I, it was, honestly, it was, I mean, maybe that's just the North Dakotan in me, but... Man, I, I didn't feel very comfortable. I mean, I was no. I was staring ahead at Fremont Street, going, "Just get me there, please, get me." I'd get hate me, get to be me. there at night, honestly. Exactly. So we get to Fremont Street, we make it through unscathed, you know, and uh, you know we went to Magnolias over at the Queens uh, Four Queens Hotel. We had breakfast well, as there. Always, as always, there was a guy. Let's go. We we gotta go get something to eat right now. Like that's our next stop. But on the way, we stopped at the D. Went to Bar Canada. Had a couple. Then wandering again. Yeah, go to Magnolia's at the Four Queens. Have a nice little dinner. You ordered a great vodka soda. Took about a half hour to get. <laughs> hey, what was with that? Okay, seriously. You... My Coors Light literally took 15 <laughs> seconds to get. Seriously, you order a beer. Mezzi orders a coffee because he brought his own vodka. And, <laughs> and and I order a vodka soda. You and Mezzi's coffee and your beer legit took 15 or 20 seconds is all. I waited at least six or seven minutes for my drink. And... How many yeah. times did that lady, how many times was she around us during that <laughs> six or seven minutes? And how, every single time I'm just staring at her like, hey, are you serious? And she wasn't acknowledging me at all. Like, yep. oh, my goodness. I was on fire. But then they brought me some great corned beef hash, some eggs, some hash browns, crushed it all. And uh, we got back at it and we wandered around. You know, one thing I'm really bummed about, we never made it back to the mob museum. We did attempt to go. We were there too early. <laughs> bar was not open that's a game changer for us so after the mob museum we were looking for a bar to go to and it was still everything was closed like we were struggling to find a place to go do not go looking for bars at 10 in the morning apparently i know i know that's the only shit part of getting up that early i mean yeah i guess that kind of makes sense but it's vegas like yeah yeah Anyway, we kept gambling our way around and then we went back to bar canada for one last trip which we were there for a good two hours uh, my gal, Ange, was working. Uh, I'm pretty much in love with her, but, of course, that didn't work out. Um, we sat there and just played video poker. She made us great Caesars, um, just crushing Labats after Labats after Labats. Only thing missing was Derek Stevens. His family's in town. We get it. Um, yep. But, yeah, we had a good time up there. And then I was going to go meet up with a buddy from college. and Schultzy. <laughs> yes, Chris Kaltenbach, good buddy, Kalti. You were calling him Schultzy the whole weekend. Um, still are. I mean, I don't think you've, you're ever going to learn his actual name, which is okay. Um, that, that place was pretty cool we went to. Yeah, we the Cornish Pasty. It's in uh, it's downtown. So you guys have actually, Mez and Matt had actually met Kalti one time before, a few years ago when we were in Vegas. Kalti used to work at Hop Nuts Brewing Company. So you guys had came with me first stop we made, I think, right off the plane that trip. Um, went in and had a couple beers with him and just said what up and then yeah so a few years later gave him a call in that same kind of area kind of where like local Vegas people hang out which is kind of the cool thing about where we went it was a little hipstery for me but because because we were on vacation in Vegas of all places it's kind of cool to get off the strip and get out of downtown in the casinos and go to just a regular bar you know that kind of local life and so so we did that, and, you know, Kalti and I made sure we stepped out, enjoyed that uh, pre-roll, because it's legal in Vegas. Okay, we didn't break the law. We didn't do anything wrong. With our, with our bartender. 
Yeah, <laughs> true story. Uh, bartender definitely came outside with us. And so, we. how about which the paid, food? Which, how was your which food? Paid off, which paid off in the end because the attendee bought us a, a shot of Jameson in a full-size <laughs> That's exactly what we all needed. Hey, the food was delicious. Got the story behind it. I'd never had one. It's uh, like a pastry that's rolled, and it's got like a, what do you call it, like a knuckles on top or something. Yeah, it's got knuckles on top. It's called a pasty. Uh, I think so, some... the, uh, so the miners back in the day, when there's lunchtime, they'd eat those so they could grab the, the little knuckle part and not get the their pasty dirty. So that's the history behind yep, it. Yep, that's exactly what happened. Um, anyway, food was great there. Then we went over to the Westgate. I had never been, so I'm kind of glad we went there. I, at that point, don't remember a whole lot. I was starting to, to go black and, uh, you were, you and, you and Colty were playing, uh, video blackjack for most of the time. Me and Mezzi yeah. were actually betting, we were betting, uh, horses. We were doing horse betting. So we were betting Santa Anita and Mezzi hit a couple, uh, hit a couple of favorites. So he's betting a hundred bucks a race. I hit absolutely nothing. But I did make some Masters bets there, so it was a successful trip. Who did you bet on the Masters? I can't. I honestly can't even remember. <laughs> I can't. That's I okay. Look. I hey. obviously have the ticks, but <laughs> ticks are cool. Okay, Double good, balls. good. Um, I'm with you, dude. My mush brain is at an all-time high on this trip. Uh, it was a lot of fun. As Colty said, though, you have elephant brain. Yeah, apparently I have an elephant brain, but I'm guessing that ref- is referring to the fact that. I was telling stories that he forgot about from college or like didn't know, like didn't remember all the details. And I somehow do remember that because that is one thing I can tell a story from 20, 25 years ago down to a T every, every little detail. However, anything that happens within the last 15 years, I can't remember much. You're mush. It's mush, man. Uh, That's what happens when you do what I do. So from there, I think we pretty much shut it down, didn't we? Yeah, we went back. Well, I think you and I went down. Well, we went to Flamingo because oh, we went yeah, and bought you had that a large pie. Bought a pizza, crushed that. That was uh, arguably one of the worst decisions of the trip. <laughs> yeah, that was brutal. As I will detail in a second. Uh, so yeah, we crashed out around ten. I fell asleep with a piece of pizza in my hand, and woke up at four thirty in the morning to round one of five. Yep. And uh, that pizza, because it uh, didn't have time to properly uh, digest, you know, I've got the old acid reflux stuff. I've uh, typically got to eat food about three hours before I go to bed, make sure it actually gets down and starts digesting. Uh, that didn't happen. So oh, we had to get yep, we had to get that out. We had to get that out. So about uh, five rounds in the bathroom and, and I finally got her out and jumped, jumped in the shower and Went to the airport with a quick pit stop at Las Vegas National to drop off that famed six iron. <laughs> Did you autograph it for him or no? <sighs> Funny story, I didn't. Uh, <laughs> so we get to the airport and huge screw up on our part. <laughs> Mezzi comes with us, even though his flight's a couple hours later than us. We're at Terminal 1, he's at Terminal, or we're at Terminal 3, he's at Terminal 1, whatever, something like that. We're at different terminals, he gets dropped off with us. I don't know how he got to his terminal. <laughs> like, I, don't know. I don't know if he walked. <laughs> I mean, I know he didn't order another Uber. I don't know if there's a tram. I, I really have no idea. We were he hope- might have huffed it. Yeah. <laughs> we were hoping he'd be able to come in and we could have a drink before we got on the plane. And the worst thing that could possibly happen happened. We got through security, got to our gate, walked 
up and down the terminal looking for a bar. Nothing opened. Nothing. Nothing. I mean, at least Minneapolis had bars open. Yeah. We had drinks at Barrio before we left. Yep. I, like I said earlier, I can't golf or get on a plane without a couple drinks. And, of course, I drank all my minis on the flight there. That was another oversight on my part. Probably should have picked a couple of those up somewhere and just made my own because I'm not only a three-day bender hungover at this point, right? Like, we got drunk five times in three days. <laughs> well, if you come different, from – Because we napped and then sobered up and went and did it yep. again. So we, we got drunk five times in three days. I was so sick. Like, yep. I've not felt that bad in a long time. I we struggled were, – we were we were doing our normal way till everybody boards the plane, be the last people on. And as we were walking, basically to get in line, you're dry heaving. <laughs> That's <a> true <laughs> story, folks. True yeah. story. Yeah. Well, you the go, best part about hey, what just happened? You, uh, I just well got sick. I'm like Jesus. <laughs> I love that you just said <laughs> we waited till everybody boarded the plane. No, we were zone six. We were the last people to get on the plane. Yeah, pretty much. I think it's because we're exit roll, but. Uh, I mean, before we got on the plane, though, we struggled to even get a couple bites of that sub sandwich down. Yeah. Uh, like, we loaded up on we, fluids. We both got about two bites and packed it like we were going to eat it on the plane, which <laughs> and didn't then happen didn't. either. No, no, we didn't. But I will tell you, I did eat that little bag of chips I got um, yesterday at work. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, made them back. Um, so, that's good. Anyway. So, let's – can we – can we loop back here and do a little uh, little five minute review on Circa since we didn't really cover? Oh my God! The, yes, the, I was just going to get. Session. Yeah, I was going to do that as a whole block once we finish the flight part. Okay. So we get on the plane. You got the window, so you kind of nod off and go to bed. I throw on my headphones and they go dead in forty minutes. So now miserably sick, just feeling like absolute crap, and I can't. I've got nothing to do for two hours in 20 minutes and literally it was just one of the most awful things ever when i got home you dropped me off at home at about three o'clock and i teased that i was gonna go to the bar i sat on my couch until 10 p.m when i went to bed i was still crippled monday morning when i woke up and then luckily right about 10 a.m before i had to go to work i felt good how about you and like what did you do when you got home well, it was awesome because the girls just got up from their nap. So instead of oh. going home to nap, I had to put on the uh, the dad shoes for the next four hours till they went to bed. So it was uh, yeah, it was a long it was a long Ooh. afternoon. Country blessings. Yeah. So were you fine Monday though? Yeah, I was about eighty five percent Monday, and then finally back to normal yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm or, I mean today. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, basically the same boat. So, yeah, now let's go back and recap Circus Sports. New sports book downtown, owned, owned by our pal Derek Stevens. Like we said earlier, we didn't get to see him this trip because his parents were in town. It makes sense. We did get to see Banksy. We got to see Banksy. Yep. You got a picture with his ring. But let's just go top to bottom here because it is truly one of the most amazing places I've ever been in my life. I would legitimately call it heaven on earth for us, for like guys like us who like to drink, yep. gamble, have a good time. So you walk in from the uh, Fremont Street, and right to the left is Mega Bar. So D's got Long Bar. This is Mega Bar. Double stack TVs for about as long as you can see. Huge bar. I don't even know how big it is. 200 feet long at least. And then uh, you kind of see, and then the table games start. And then uh, back to the left is the sports book, which is insane. First off, it's a double-decker sports book. 
you can go upstairs on the overlook or you can sit in a kind of traditional setup, right? With with the yep. stadium seating kind of uh the screens are so big that we went down to the front row and it's it's like too close to see yep. the screen. Yep. Like it's they're yep. so big. It's unreal. Went upstairs, did the overlook, went to that bar up there, the overlook bar, saw our boy Terry, formerly of the link, actually said he was still employed there. He just hasn't worked there since April. <laughs> what? He's a beauty. He's a beauty. You can always recognize him with his headband. Stop by and say hi if you're Yep, Terry with a headband. He makes a great cocktail. How about that? We were, we're sitting at the overlook, uh, kind of figuring out what bets we might make for the day. And <laughs> you're playing electronic poker or blackjack <laughs> oh, yeah. or whatever i'm just sitting in a machine i'm not i have no money in it and it keeps printing me out free drink coupons i got two <laughs> free drinks i didn't get a single one you got two free ones for a machine that had no money in it <laughs> that's awesome so got those two free drinks and then we went up to the pool area i'm gonna let you walk us through the pool it was on so we walk Talk to the guy downstairs. He's calling how many people are going in. We're asking him how, you know, what the vibe is, this and that. He's calling people. He's like, well, the pool opened five seconds ago. So you guys are the seventh people up there. So like, okay, sweet, sweet. <laughs> so it's so packed. So we go up the world's largest escalator. I mean, that thing is, I don't know, three, four stories high. At I least. Know. At least. So I mean, just, I was getting wheezy. I have a height problem. Yeah, so it's it's sketchy if you turn around. Oh, it's a I, long I couldn't. ways down. Yeah, I could it's a not. Long look. ways down. So it's like, yeah, I'd guess probably four story elevator or escalator. So you just ride that the whole time. Get up there. It's ten bucks to get in, free if you're staying at the D Golden Gate or Circa. Um, basically, you walk out the doors and you're on the third level of the pool area. So two two pool, a pool on each side. You walk down. There's another pool on each side. Each pool has a swim up bar. Then walk down. There's two more pools. Looking straight ahead, there's a DJ booth, there's a bar on each side, and the, a screen that's probably is about as big, maybe a little smaller than the sports book screen. So it's basically like an outdoor sports bar, sports book, everything you need. It, uh, it was uh, it was on, and the pools were heated. It was chilly that morning. We were all, like, we were all wearing long sleeve and shorts. Yep. The pool was definitely warmer than the air, so I put my feet in for a while. Um, I touched it with my hand. A couple hot tubs and just a great vibe out there. I, I it was. I can't wait to see the, what that place is like. When it's come packed. pool season, yeah. pool season so, in Vegas. But. Well, I was gonna say, come pool season, it's probably not a place I actually want to go because there'll be no, too many people. It, this yeah, place uh, is legit. Okay, to put it in size, it's got to be about what the size of a football field. That upstairs. Yeah, I'm, oh, pre- at least. Right. So just for people to put into perspective, like pool, 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 bar, 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 bar. Right. Like there was cabanas in yep. back, and then yep. you got this gigantic screen. It's gigantic. It's a day club. It's legitimately yep. a club well, exactly. that you go to during the day. It, it, like I said, if it's packed during Keeney season, like, I mean, I want to see those Keenies, but it would be very <laughs> but you, but packed. you got to fight the crowds, yeah. Yeah, I, you know me. I'm, I get weird in crowds of people I don't know. They did have in the back right corner, um, when you're looking at the screen, they did have an outdoor pit, which wasn't open with BJ tables. And yep, I'm sure some yep. other some other table games, so you could gamble out there. What else did they have? Um, yeah, two rows of cabanas. They had pool or not pools, like beds in the pool. Yeah. So they, they had like the shallow areas that you see at like uh, all inclusive resorts, where you can kind of lay in the water, but yep. be in the shallow ones. So that was cool. A lot of tons of staff. Everybody's super nice. Um, 
yeah, just it was it was pretty pretty cool to see in person. Obviously, we'd seen pictures online, but uh, I think it lived up to everything uh, that the pictures. Yeah, we. I mean, we had to showed. go see it in person, and it's it's everything and more. Which, when you think about it, when you anticipate something as much as we did, I mean, Maddie, we've known about that place for a couple year and a half, couple years now. We've been waiting yep. and waiting and waiting. Then it opened, and we couldn't go. You know, and it, it just broke our heart. I mean, all we wanted to do was see this place. And then we finally got there, and and it lived up to to all the hype that that we I guess gave it to ourselves. But it, it's tr- it's truly a strip resort on Fremont Street, and one of the nicer strip resorts I would say. I Granted, would completely agree. The, the gambling floor not super big; it's two floors, um, just because they don't have a lot of space. Like the strip casinos go, you know, east and west, mm-hmm. north and south. They have to go up um, to get the space. So two two floors of gambling. Um, pits on both floors so a little bit smaller footprint on the casino but all in all i mean all the amenities and obviously we we hit up one restaurant we hit up victory burger i had some waffle fries and some sort of burger i, I you know we talked about it earlier don't really remember i don't know what you had i was but, gonna uh, say i kind of forgot eating until you talked mentioned waffle fries because they came in that little basket right yep yeah i forgot we ate there and Victory Burger overlooks the uh, sports book, so you can basically sit and crush a burger and watch oh, sports right. yep. on the big screen. So, so kind of cool setup there. And they got a they got a steakhouse in the basement and a, a Chinese place and a deli and lots of options. So yeah, looking definitely forward to spend some more time there in the future. Oh yeah, I mean, to Derek and his staff, like they clearly did. They thought, they of, thought everything. of everything. They did. They thought of everything, and it was a great experience. I can't wait till. Three, four years from now when a few more things come up downtown and they've got a chance to actually clean that up. Like, I w- still would not really feel safe staying down there other than yeah. only being on Fremont Street. Like, yep. And if you do that, you, I mean, you are really, truly just stuck. Where at least on the Strip, you can walk each direction across the street. We didn't even go to Caesars Palace to go see what's in Mesa Grill. When I was thinking about this when we got back, we went to... I mean, we walked through Flamingo. We walked through Harris casinos. We actually spent time at were Cromwell, the Link. We walked into Cosmo, and that's it. We didn't walk into Paris. We didn't walk into Planet Hollywood. We didn't walk into New York, New York. We didn't walk into Bellagio. We didn't walk into Caesars. We didn't walk into Mirage. We didn't walk into TI. So we spent our time kind of in one spot, but it was still it was still a blast. It was a blast, but I think we proved ourselves that we are not who we thought we were. We, uh, nope. COVID aged us and yeah, we're getting old. it was a tough one. I, I have not, I mean, I've, I've been on a, I've had a few hangovers in my day. I've been on many benders in my life and I, uh, I don't think I've ever felt as bad as I did on Sunday and Monday morning. That one ranks up there, huh? Top five for sure. <laughs> so all in all, I mean, it was a good trip, I guess. I, I agree. I think it was a great trip, and, uh, you know, I mean, I still look forward to the next one, but it's okay if it's a couple months away. That's all I got. What uh, should we talk about, Tiger, or leave that for next week once we know more? Yeah, let's wait to see. I haven't done enough research tomorrow to see what's uh, the update is. Also, we know there's a crash. I think well, more to come there. Yeah, I think the main thing, you know, I was watching Dan Patrick's show before we started taping, and, Dan said it the best, so I'll, I'll cite him. I'll give him the credit for this. But he goes, he goes. Everybody's uh, like looking back and like looking at things that he's done in his career and stuff like that, and kind of looking at things like it's in the past. When you gotta look at it like it's, this isn't a Kobe situation. Like he's alive and like he's yeah. aware, he's awake and he's alive. So like even though his 
career might be, you know, in the wings. You might not know what's going to happen with his career and moving forward. Like, yeah, he might have a couple broken legs. Like, he'll be able to heal from that and still he's still with us. You know what I mean? So exactly. that's exactly. that's the big thing from this whole takeaway. As ugly as that yep. car crash looked, I mean, who knows? When he comes out, he might tell us, be like, yeah, it was silly. Like, I just kind of hit the median and it just twisted my car over. Like, yeah. it really wasn't even that big of a crash. I just landed weird. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Look but down on my phone and, yeah, something. But the pictures look awful, and, and yeah, we'll, we'll touch on that next week once we know yeah, a lot more. Like you said, it could always be worse, so. Could always be worse, so. Yep. All right, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. See you, Oppie. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Manners Optional Podcast. Hope you enjoyed this week with Maddie and I finishing up our three-week Vegas series. Uh, like I said in the preview, we uh, we previewed the trip. We gave you the flight, and now we're uh, recapping the trip. We had a blast, and I hope you guys did listening. Uh, let me know what you guys thought. Instagram is at Manners Optional Podcast. Email us at Manners Optional Podcast at gmail.com. Or call us on the answer machine at 877-312-0969. That's all I got for this week. Don't forget when you listen to this podcast, manners are optional.